kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle, The Tempest 2. This is the story of The Tempest 2. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. First and 17. foremost, seventeen is it? Yeah, podcast seventeen, the first one of the new year. It, is it too late to say happy new year? Oh, it is. Yeah, twentieth of Jan. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting a bit weird, isn't it? Like still getting emails. Was that happy new year? So, like, happy new year to you. <laughs> You've just been ignoring us until now. So happy new year. Yeah. Jesus, first one of twenty twenty. Yeah. How's the year gone thus far? Good actually. What did you do for New Year? Uh, I had some people around Peaky Blinders with fuck it Peaky Blinders <laughs> got me a right sauce yeah I had some people around as Peaky Blinders standard stuff um, nothing too too dramatic no yachts in Ibiza or anything no to set the year off well though yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. it's absolutely fine you um, yeah similar sure. anyway let's crack on <laughs> I just went to a lovely pub it was uh, it was all wrapped up by one so relatively mild very mild. Quite like a korma of a New Year's event. <laughs> that is early. That's probably a bit mild. <laughs> That's actually. literally like... It's probably more like Madras. Old Lang Syne and then cab home. <laughs> yeah. No, we were like in the pub and it was literally like that. You're all linked up, kicking about, just about to really crack on. And then they just got a tap on the shoulder like, see you later? It's like, whoa, what? <laughs> literally about to put the belt on yeah. and uh, someone pulls the eject for you. Then you just sat home on the sofa by yourself, <laughs> just thinking, what? Watching Jules Holland. Yeah, welcome to 2020. <laughs> um, and since then, it seems like it's been relatively busy. We've been just unlocking what's to come for this year and yeah. boy does it look exciting yeah the weather's been shit though isn't it but oh it's just freezing let's not go into the weather I'm, do- I'm going to oh, go into okay. the weather <laughs> scrap just, that let's just, just weather. quickly just because I've had a I've had a torrid morning you have had a bad morning so we were yeah I, I, just to put it in a bit of perspective it's not the end of the world it's a very what do they call it First world problem. First world problem. It's a yeah. first world problem. I'm, I'm between cars at the moment. We haven't got a car, so that's second world problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's undeveloped countries. Yeah, no, fair We're enough. Back in the 18th century. I'm, I'm horse and cart territory. <laughs> so I'm between cars. I'm trying to look at it positively. I've got my bike back out of the shed, get it cleaned up. It's pretty much ride number one to get to the station to come in. And I'm about two and a half miles in of a five mile ride. <laughs> Puncture. Go big, on. big puncture. Um, so then I'm walking the rest of the way. Oh, that's which, a shocker. Which, it, it, it could have been it could have been better timing, considering we are absolutely fucked <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> yeah. from Friday. So, yeah, terrible weekend. Missed my train, missed the train after that. 45 quid later for a new tyre. I didn't know they were that expensive. That is... Um... It's not what at least you actually got off like some. I've had a punch before where I've just been too stubborn, carried on. <laughs> you ruined the, ruined the wheel as yeah, well. Yeah, ruined the wheel and the inner tube got wrapped around the spokes. <laughs> so I couldn't even push it. I had, to, I had to literally carry it about three miles. Put it on your head. <laughs> I'm fuming. Yeah, no, that's true. But I no, was, uh... you're here. Fair play. I would have 
throw my bike in a river, turn yeah. around and gone straight home. So I should have. You're a better man than I am. But yeah, why, so why are the legs fucked? Well, we we put it out there to um, well, to you guys and to our Instagram followers. We were looking for sort of mini micro adventures and challenges to take on to test ourselves, and we gave the options on an Ironman challenge of either a was it 3.86 kilometer swim something like that, something yeah. like that yeah. or a marathon stupidly and yeah. um, obviously overwhelmingly people chose the marathon um, why do you think why do you think they chose a marathon because they know for this reason it's going to absolutely yeah. pull up hands down yeah, good point. I think to give some context um, James and I are couldn't be further from runners <laughs> I mean, you dabble now and again, but it's certainly not. Far. Oh no, we're heavy set, yeah, yeah. short individuals. Um, and running is probably my the one thing I hate most in the world. I <laughs> refuse to do it. Uh, the furthest I've ever run, um, I think, was training for Patagonia, which was I think, I think just over ten k, uh, and that was the furthest I'd ever run by miles. And then Patagonia, obviously, was the Wemmel circuit. It was a big sixty five k, but. That was very much some running. It was a very lot broken up, wasn't climbing, it? Climbing, yeah. scrambling, sliding down ravines. It wasn't a, you know, concrete pounding run. Yeah. So we obviously gave you guys the option, as is the new format for the podcast. We're going to give you guys two options every fortnight, and we will go and do something that you guys vote for. And you guys put the marathon in front of us. No training, no experience hate running uh, and so we took it on on Friday and we started where? We started in Westfield in Shepherd's Bush uh, we mapped a bit of a route out on Strava the night before it was basically going west to east to west so uh, Westfield Shepherd's Bush to Westfield Stratford and back again um, which is mental which is mental <laughs> that's a lot if there's no one from London listening to this there probably isn't um, actually mum lives in Bristol so <laughs> welcome get it explained um, it's basically from one side of London all the way to the very further side away and then all the way back again um, <laughs> and it's like the two Westfields are almost the yeah. Like the poles of London, of <laughs> yeah. West and East. The poles of inaccessibility. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, we, yeah, it's just funny when you say that we we don't like running. It and what is amazing was our attitude beforehand. In the I way know. that we thought that we were just so going to cruise naive. it, we didn't really change our plans. I had a party to get back to you. Had to get back to the dog. Yeah, all within. <laughs> not quick but a relative time we had a, a like we definitely had to keep moving and we just thought yeah like it's just it's just running it's just all in your head I genuinely thought because when we chatted about it before we are like right we'll just like we're not going to try and set a time we just want to see if we can run a marathon in a day what it's like and we'll just chat about it I generally thought if you run really slow, you know when you're just like, it's that little shuffle, it's yeah. barely a run. Yeah, yeah. I generally in my head thought, I'm pretty sure you can do that forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Forrest Gump. Yeah, literally just like, keep you're, on you're, not, you're, no, you're not even breaking 100 on the yeah. on your heart rate. You're not going to be tired as long as you eat a fair bit. Like, I, I genuinely thought you could just do that for days. Yeah. I couldn't have been more wrong. So we set off at, uh, from Shepherd's Bush, kicked off and you know steady pace like really comfortable we're having a chat having a laugh 
Um, first 10k kind of whizzed by. Yeah. Got to the Pret in Vauxhall. We kind of ran down through Notting Hill, got down to the river, crossed over Vauxhall Bridge. Perfect pit stop. And it's like, this is all right, actually. <laughs> this is easy. Yeah, this is a piece of piss. <laughs> now, let's load up on some sarnies. Yeah. Smash a sandwich, some cranberries, some a can of Coke. Yeah. Um, and maybe, like, maybe our first error. Yeah, maybe it, a can of Coke. Our, 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 our strategy was to kind of knock it off in 10k lumps so and run between food establishments. Uh, and I think learning afterwards, crucially, is little and often with uh, fuel and <laughs> food in running. And we did the opposite. We, we fasted the first 10k and then we threw in some food uh, at the Pret and then we, we set off again. And uh, instantly felt <laughs> you you instantly regretted that club sandwich. Club sandwich, bakewell slice, a can of coke. It's just like, <laughs> oh, pretty sure this is what athletes eat. <laughs> but it was alright until then, and like yeah. it, the wet, the weather was kind of closing in. Yeah, we were expecting rain, um, but luckily didn't get any actually. But it was pretty cold, pretty windy, and then we pushed through along the river over Waterloo Bridge and into oh, yeah. Central. Yeah, it was. Um... Well, we got. Where did we get to? We, I mean, we were running through central, like the city, at lunchtime, which isn't ideal. There's a a lot of people that work in the city. <laughs> there are. And at lunchtime, they all flood out of the offices and go to various lunch establishments. So it's very. I don't know. I seem to. I seem to remember from from the little running that I do and have done is it's kind of about getting a bit of a rhythm and just. Just like just ticking it along, which is impossible in yeah. central London. I mean, I don't think we ran for more than a kilometre that I having to wait at yeah. lights. Traffic lights, yeah, exactly. Or just hundreds of people. That probably our fault for the route we planned as well. Um, going through the city one way and Oxford Street on the way back <laughs> just meant that, yeah, it was wall to wall at times. But I remember getting to, I think it was Old Street, was it? Yeah, Old Street, I think, was our, I think that was the 10 mile mark. Okay. Okay, yeah, that and sounds we, about right. We got to Old Street and we, I remember we stopped at some traffic lights. We, had to, um, we were at quite a big junction. We were there for a couple of minutes. We kind of looked at each other and it was like, <laughs> Yeah. And that's when the the pain kind of begun, I think, really kind of started to kick yeah, in. And that's early. And that was early. <laughs> my, my hip, not- I, I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to sound like an absolute poos. <laughs> but I was like, we stopped. And I was like, thank God we stopped because my hip flexors yeah. were off the bone. It is... Um, I remember I remember we were like, ran off. I never really felt good that whole time, really. But the legs always felt heavy. But I remember thinking, we've got 16 miles to go <laughs> from, from here. <laughs> this is going to be not painful but like this is going to take a while I didn't think it was going to be like agony or anything which it ended up being I just thought it was going to be really slow and it it obviously was but it yeah it definitely got painful I remember asking you probably about 50 times during the whole thing being like how far left? Yeah. And you're like 13 miles, mate. And it's like, that's still further than I've ever run. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that. that's still a PB and we, we've still got to do that. And it's like, yeah. It's like, okay, that's, that's <laughs> fucking really worrying. I remember you asked me once, like, you asked me like three times in the space of like a minute. 
So no, 10k. It's like, how is it still 10k? Yeah, no. So it's you're, been about 10 you're seconds. You're one of them, like a classic parent. It's like, when are we going to get there? It's like, don't worry, five minutes. It's like, five minutes later. It's like, when are we going to get there? It's like, five minutes now. <laughs> you're then like, we got 10k left, mate. It's like, you bastard. Yeah, I don't know what I'm the giving it everything. <laughs> it was, um, yeah. I got I got the direction slightly wrong, so we ended up. Well, it was actually a blessing in disguise. We ended up running down this road that was the the wrong direction, but we came across our first real pit stop. Yeah. Um, our second stop after that, so we had Pret and then this next one. What was that Hackney? Uh, no, with with um, we bumped into the Moju guys. Yes. We ran was that past. Not Hackney? Uh, Haggerston. Haggerston, that's it. Yeah, Ramp. <laughs> the East London knowledge <laughs> leaves a lot to be desired. Um, but we, yeah, we and we recognised it. You recognised it, to be fair, from our, our recent visit. And we jumped in there for a, a juice. They were like, oh, hi. It's just, we're absolutely yeah. capped at this point. Like, bawling with sweat, limping already. We're like, can we have a couple of a couple of ginger shots, a couple of energy yeah, shots, a juice? Yeah. So we smashed all this Moju stuff. I uh, spent five minutes saying hello. They're like, okay. He's just like, well, hey, yeah. <laughs> we'll stay around. You got any for, beds in here? Stay around for a bit longer if you really want. They were actually like, oh, we've got a, they've got like a little fitness room. Oh, yeah, they? with a peloton in. And they're like, oh, you can go and have a, a little stretch and a, a, a go on the peloton if you want. It's like, no way. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, we can't stop for too long or we'll seize up. Yeah, and then we, we cracked on from there and then, then we kind of hit the canals. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Jumped on the canal. Yeah. That was probably the most... Un, yeah, unbroken running for a while, um, and that popped us out at Victoria Park. Yeah, and I think that's where we. The wheels were pretty much off by that. I was in big trouble at Victoria yeah. Park. And when we got into Victoria Park, oh, like, so full on limping. So, oh, this is. I mean, I think it was at that point that I started to notice the looks we were getting from other people. <laughs> Because yeah. most people running in Victoria Park, they're doing a 5K. Yeah, in their lunch break. Yeah. And we were getting dusted by big oh, old fat blokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. must have been like, these lads are shocking, but it's, we'd actually run 13 miles yeah, at this point. Yeah, exactly. And you know, when, if you watch an event or you see the people, like the classic YouTube videos, people breaking down after like long runs or at the end of Ironmans, that was us, 30 miles in around Victoria Park, shuffling along, just being stared at, just swearing at people by this point. But it was interesting, like... We weren't tired. No, the, the heart rate was quite low. Heart rate was low, wasn't out of breath. Um, pretty, like, fine mentally. Yeah. But I hadn't anticipated how much pain. And the legs didn't even feel like... You know when you run, like, a really hard 5K and the last maybe two minutes, your legs are, like, yeah, yeah. just concrete? It didn't even feel like that. It was just like, okay, I am... I can feel myself getting quite significantly injured. Yeah, it did feel like that, didn't it? was it? just like muscles, like... I don't think we were wrong going, either. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> and we'll go on to the aftermath. Yeah. It was just like, something is like, I've pulled that, that feels slightly torn. This knee is now gone. Yeah. That knee, I can feel it's going. <laughs> and it was just like, it was almost like organ failure of the lower body. Yeah. And you just, you just feel every step, don't you? Yeah. Like, oh. Uh, uh, I remember it was at that point we said you can understand where obviously we, we were hitting the so-called wall a good 10 miles before most <laughs> yeah. people normally hit it but it's then that you kind of realise why people have to you have to do like the mileage in training yeah it, because it's the it's not the pace which we thought we'd be fine with it's just the pounding getting your body used to I imagine the constant pounding on the pavement and we, we stopped for a cookie and, and the beetroot juice. Yeah, we stopped for so that. You read somewhere that it was. Well, what was that? That game changers document. Oh yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Well, probably the most incredible claim in that 
hilarious documentary of false claims. <laughs> Whereas like, if you have a shot of beetroot before any kind of exercise, it increases performance by 25%. Oh, Jesus. It's like, what beetroot company has paid for that <laughs> to go in there? Um, so, yeah, we had a beetroot dude. Yeah, yeah, and I worked. can confirm it did not work. Yeah, no, it didn't, did it? Because we, we bumped into some of your mates there, didn't yeah, we? They yeah, were yeah. there. And um, so we sat there for 15 minutes, and then getting the wheels rolling after that, that's when it was I think it was that was the point onwards it became truly truly awful yeah it, it, yeah that was the last bit of enjoyment probably and probably from the cookie as well more, yeah. than, more than the running it was it was genuine agony from that point on yeah it was um, yeah shout out to the Sandals guys it's good to see them we weren't in the best shape no very soaking wet very and, uh, conversations <laughs> yeah <laughs> just grumbling and mumbling back at them but yeah then um, we yeah I mean we still had I think we were oh, well, that was pretty that much was halfway, halfway wasn't it that yeah was so that was thirteen point one miles pretty much on the dot maybe <coughs> just over and then we had to push out towards Stratford yeah so we, we had to, to keep going on. east which yeah. is a bit of a a bit of a killer for morale yeah we were hoping yeah but when we got to Stratford over there we'd be I don't know I guess the the adventures that we normally do when you get over halfway of a distance thing you feel like you've kind of broken the yeah. back of it and it's Homeward, or like it, it you're didn't on the, feel like that at it all. It didn't. It just got worse. All worse it felt was like, holy shit, we've got that again. Yeah. Just knowing. Yeah, that was it. It's yeah. like imagine doing what we've just done again, or like running thirteen miles, but how we starting, how we feel now. Yeah. You were like, if if I woke up tomorrow, like I hadn't done this run, feeling like I do now, I'd go to A and A. Hundred percent. Something's drastically wrong. And I don't want to. I really want to emphasise how little we're exaggerating here it was absolute agony yeah. and we're not hard bastards by any stretch no no it's quite the opposite but we're also not pussies <laughs> like, if something hurts like we'll, we'll usually get on with it we've kind of conditioned ourselves through adventures to be like that but this was like honestly if you if you felt this way halfway through a rugby match and you suddenly dropped off on you, oh. you you'd go off yeah, and you'd be you're out for two weeks yeah you're calling for a sub <laughs> immediately yeah so it's so true I think it is it's kind of at that point so then we got to we pushed up again got back onto the canal and ended yeah. up basically at the Olympic Park yeah so yeah quite nice to see the stadium <laughs> It wasn't, was it? <laughs> it's, it's a nice place to drive around. Yeah. It's pretty it's horrible to run around because it's, yeah, it's, it's, big, it's big roads. Yeah, true. And we got to the Westfield and then we turned and we were coming back the other way. And that, that was the bleakest thing I think I've ever seen in 2020. Running running, toward, <laughs> running towards Bow. Not many bleak things have happened. <laughs> <laughs> had a rough month. There, there was, that, there was that, that probably about 5K like wasteland where there's nothing between yeah. Stratford and Bow. Yeah, God. Where it was running over that big bypass. It was basically a motorway. Yeah. We had a huge headwind. It was freezing. And it was just like we're running on this canal. There's nothing. It's just like sofas that have been dumped. And it, it's just a shithole, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's no one around. Nothing there. Just a shithole. It's yeah. just like, oh, God. And then we yeah, we popped back out <coughs> in Bethnal Green, which was yeah. heaving. Yeah, it was so busy. I don't know why that was so busy. But well, there was like, I think there was a call for prayer. We were on outside this huge, huge mosque. Oh, yeah. And we timed it where Jen must have been seven, eight hundred people yeah. have come out from prayer. And we ran through the middle of them, just like, and they're all dressed like amazingly, like just come out and we're there like panting, barely walk. Doing the like, truffle shuffle try, part. Yeah, trying to push <laughs> through them. Um, it, it was carnage. Uh, and oh, my, I remember see, you could see the city from there. 
down oh, yeah. that road, you could see the skyscrapers. It just went so long though, didn't it? And it was like, that is not even anywhere near. I think it was it was quite interesting to when you whenever we put ourselves in this situation normally of like just being in pain or it, like doing something trying to complete something it's because we want to do it this was maybe a bit different we asked ourselves a hundred times like what are we doing yeah and then, and there was always a back out clause yeah yeah you could have just, just jumped on the tube or yeah, a line bike and done should one. have done the line bike yeah should have but um so it was quite interesting having that thing of like, why why are we doing? Knowing that like we we could do it, it was going to be very painful. But at the same time, usually when we're in that that sort of state, we're we're like really dialed into like why we're doing it and like what we want to get out of it. This was just like, what are we actually doing? And you you do hear from people who do the London Marathon because. That goes quite far out east, doesn't yes, it? Yeah, Greenwich yeah. and Docklands. Yeah. And they say that is the toughest part because it's there's nothing there. Yeah. There's very few people watching or cheering, and that obviously is a huge part of the marathon. Yeah. That gets people through it. But it is just it's just bleak. It's nothing there. And I remember thinking like, yeah, what are we what's the point in this? <laughs> get us back into yeah, this. This is shite. Let's get back into central. <laughs> Let's get back into home ground. Um but yeah, so then we we got back into central. Yeah. We, um, we went to see the the guys at Ugly. Yeah, popped in to get a refreshment. Didn't really help us. No, ironic that all we needed at this point was sugar, <laughs> and we stopped in at a uh, a sugar free water yeah, company, an yeah. anti sugar establishment. But Joe gave us some pick a mix. Oh yeah, a couple of refreshers. About nine drumsticks. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, good lad. Um, and then yeah, we that was kind of our last stop, and then we pushed through Central, hit Oxford Street at basically rush hour. Yeah, which was carnage. Um, and the last probably the last five miles it was if you could see it on camera it's generally quite embarrassing oh yeah it was it's not even a run it was like just like a dragging hobble yeah both significant limp yeah very little dialogue going on no no chat just moaning we moan like a pair of absolute absolutely oh my god I, it's like my knee is my knee is too <laughs> my knee is more and it's like my hammy's gone now so like, is yours gone it's like hasn't yet it's like oh it's just gone yeah. it's literally ticking off muscles that are just failing it was uh, oh yeah well, it was slightly embarrassing I think <laughs> for, for, for anyone to see us that's probably the main reason why we didn't get a line bike either is um, yeah. fear of being sore but I, th- I think sore seeing sore <laughs> fear of being sore um <laughs> I think that's the point of it, though. I'm quite. It, it was meant to be embarrassing. Yeah. The whole reason was to show, like, what's it like to go and run a marathon with absolutely no training. Yeah. Not even no training, like in the months. No training for years. Yeah. Um, and we definitely answered that question. Yeah. I think we thought, you know, it, it, it is possible you can do a marathon definitely, but if you are doing the marathon and a couple of people messaged us um, a few people actually are on Instagram just following the stories kind of like saying like, why am I doing this marathon again like, I'm training for London what am I doing and actually those guys would be absolutely fine Yeah. because they've trained the answer pretty much is you, you can do a marathon without training if you really really want to but it's gonna fucking hurt it will ruin your day your week yeah. and your entire month yeah I think you might be right genuinely um, and we'll go on to how we are now in a minute but I think our biggest learnings are looking back on it if you are doing the London Marathon in April as James said you're thinking you know what I'll just I'll rock up and I'll take it slow 
that's fine. But even if you take it slow, you will be absolutely fucked. Yeah, massively. And not not like cardio wise, but your legs will just fold. Yeah. Because you can't... <laughs> Absolute deck chair. It's, it's, it's not... Like, being fit and fast is one element of a marathon, but having your bones and joints and tendons and muscles in your body adapted to basically doing 45,000 jumps is a whole other story. And if you're not prepared for that, you can't, you can't go slow enough to beat that. Yeah. Like, there's no pace you can do that is going to essentially because walking by the end was absolute agony as well yeah and if you walk the whole way you're getting swept up by the uh, yeah by the bus exactly. and it's a waste of a space yeah very true unless you have a, a reason to walk <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or roll or roll if you've had an accident and your legs are yeah wheelchair that's a whole different maybe we should do that <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the, the old lack of clothes road yeah. would be very dangerous um but, yeah so train definitely you have plenty of time even if you just do like 10k a week that will probably prevent the agony that you'll have yeah you certainly won't be doing it very quick but at least you'll give your muscles a bit of time to be like okay this is this is what running is about yeah so so what was what would you say the your highlight was because we finished it where was it Queensway or something Queensway yeah and it wasn't a good feeling finishing very anti-climatic highlight we just made our way onto the tube yeah, got on the tube <laughs> uh, felt pretty sick uh, I was freezing cold yeah yeah it was really actually, got it? really really cold um, oh, my highlight was obvious when we ran through High Park we found a man oh yeah surrounded by parrots parakeet Pete yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, so we obviously stopped for 20 minutes. Uh, he gave us some food. So we fed the parakeets. One landed on your head. Yeah. Um, Mental yeah. of Pete. Like, that's hip to have a whole pocket full of bird seed. He get, clearly goes there every day, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And, and we're like, this is amazing. And he's like, this isn't that special. Though, <laughs> so, all right, Pete, don't be a, don't be a sour Simon all your life. Yeah, it's, it's he's weird, like, this actually, isn't that special. It? They're everywhere. It's like, well, Pete... I wouldn't say parakeets are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I've like, never seen yeah. one before. Yeah, so. I've seen pigeons and that ain't no parakeet. <laughs> yeah. and, and maybe just parakeets are just like really sassy pigeons. Oh, yeah, I think they might be. Just with style. Yeah, a little bit more about them. Yeah. Look a bit glossy, don't they? Interesting, though. But then we did run 100 metres further on after CMP and there was about 600 kids with parakeets. Yeah, all the parakeets and <laughs> <in> the <red. laughs> So yeah, maybe exactly. at the point. It was... Uh, but yeah, the first 10k I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I very rarely say that about doing a 10k but it was like yeah do you know what this is actually alright and then after that it was all horrible yeah I would say if you're a fit person and like running this distance is cool for you there's a there's a few of you out there um, it's a, it's quite a, it's quite a cool way to see London yeah it was bad for us because it was painful but it was quite cool going from full like west London through the city the central on the river for a while and then east like it, the city changes loads, doesn't it? It's like yeah. running through so many different places. I think running through cities is cool. Um, and I think just the time we did it was probably a bit naive running down Oxford Street and stuff. It's yeah. a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah. But you could do like what we did. We we knew we were going to stop. We were happy to stop. We weren't going for a time. If you did it with a few mates, had a coffee here, then stopped. Yeah, for exactly. Lunch, it would actually be a pretty good day out. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you were a runner. It's yeah. not a good day out if you're not. No, running. no, it's a totally. shit. It's a really, yeah. really shit day out. The caveat for that, yeah, is you've you've got a, you've got to be quite a good runner, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. to enjoy that sort of thing. Yeah. 
But yeah, I guess it feels like, I mean, we did a shitload of steps, didn't we? 45,000 steps. So our stats, so the our finish time was bang on six hours, Oof. which is mental how long that is. Slow going, isn't it? But I looked at the Strava and apparently our moving time was 4.38. Okay. So when we were actively moving. Okay. So I think when you add up all the stops and everything like that, maybe that includes waiting at junctions. I don't know if it's that. Can't be that precise, can it? Uh, I don't know actually. Yeah, maybe. maybe I don't know. It probably depends how long you stop for. Yeah, but it said our moving time is four thirty-eight. I think the average marathon time globally is between four and five hours. Right. So we're 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 kind of on average. Yeah. But we were stopping for breaks. So we're not saying that we're as good as people who run a marathon because we're not. No. Um. But the, it puts into context. We both know a couple of people who run quick marathons, sub, yep. sub three. Yeah, I know a lot of people who run sub three and a half. But that is quick. Very quick. Like really, really quick. I've kind of got a lot more respect for that now. Yeah. Because I've always thought, because so many people do it, it's like I've never really had any urge to do a marathon. For some reason, it doesn't really stand out as something I want to do. But if I did it, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll be all right. I'll be able to do yeah. sub three. So if you can do it sub three, then I could probably do it. Like, I used to run cross country at school when yeah. I was 16. So in my 14 head, years yeah, ago. In my head, I still think I can do that. Um, not the case at all. No, it is It is rapid. I think, is a sub three, I feel like it's seven minute miles or something. It's, it's really, really, really quick. That is fast. And like you... You could make, you could do a mile at that, and you'd feel it. And twenty six of them, I'd be struggling. Yeah. After one mile. Yeah, it's uh, it's very very impressive. And then, well, the next level on from that, which is kind of still quite hard to comprehend. Oh, is, Kipchoge is the big guy. Yeah. Holy shit! So what? So he's run. I guess his official marathon time is two oh one. Yeah. His unofficial where he did that. Breaking the two thing. With yeah, 159. 159.40 or something. Madness. And so, if you actually look at that, like, it just sounds quick. So, like, yeah, of course it's quick because he's a marathon runner. But that is doing, so for his 2.01 official time in Berlin, his average pace was 13 miles an hour, which is quite hard to comprehend again. But next time you're in a car, do 13 and have a look out the window <laughs> and then imagine doing that for 26 miles. Yeah. His pace per kilometer was under three minutes yeah which is disgusting 5k time 14 minutes 24 amazing and he kept that pace up for 45k yeah amazing it is like i can't even how the how someone who is a human can make their body do that I mean, even it's just breathtaking. Even try and put the um, treadmill, go on a treadmill and put it to like thirty miles an hour or twenty odd. It's gas. Twenty-one kilometers an hour. Yeah. It is. It's hard to do for ten seconds, twenty seconds, and it's like those guys. That is next, next. But it's level. almost. It's almost. It is like people say. It's. It's you know superhuman. But that is. I don't understand how the human body can do that. No. I've always I've spoke to a few people that have seen him run live, uh, and even like the and Mo and the top, the top ten, the top twenty are all super impressive. And even like watching it live, it's baffling because it looks like they're sprinting past you, and they've got fourteen miles to go or twenty miles to go or something. It's unbelievable. And then they'll still sprint finish. It is amazing, and and like you see how like London Marathon when you go and watch it, how battered people are at the yeah. end. 
like and, and they're they're like they obviously have the, the pain but also the exhaustion as well we, yeah. we didn't really get any of the exhaustion no, no it was no, just no. just injuries yeah exactly so I can imagine like running down the mall and you are so so outside your comfort zone like everything is on red alert yeah that feeling must be pretty awful until you cross the line got a great story about the marathon finish actually with uh, uh, yes you got to tell this one so I've got two friends who are they actually get mentioned quite a lot on this podcast and it's like charging them yeah that's true actually good point two Asian twins Niall and Shan yep identical twins um, as you can imagine com- competition is big between yeah, twins because yeah. you are in essence on paper the same thing <laughs> so the only difference on paper, like, yeah, on paper scientifically you're, yeah, you're, you are so yeah control C and then control V <laughs> you're copy paste so who yeah. was who's the older one just I think Niall right okay I think Niall's the older brother by about 13 seconds okay uh, they both do quite a bit of running done a few marathons they do the London Marathon and every year they, they you know who's going to be best obviously uh Shan is by far the better twin. Always wins. <laughs> Cross the ball. Yeah, always Nicer wins. bloke. Um, <laughs> and London Marathon last year, Shan was, I think, a good 20 minutes ahead of Niall, um, as he usually is. Came basically to the last kilometre to really just, you know, just see it at home. So uh, Yeah. And passed out, collapsed, like fully collapsed. Woke up half an hour later on a bed of ice in a <laughs> in a paramedics tent. Meanwhile, Niall has made up the time, <laughs> taken the glory, and taken the medal. He's beaten him whilst his brother is on the, the verge of death. That is amazing. Niall has taken the crown. But pacing is key. Exactly. So I maybe think Niall's Niall strategy knew. Well. Niall knew being the same as Shan. That if he went <laughs> yeah. at that pace, he would die. He would also pass yeah, out. He'd yeah. pass out a kilometre from the finish. That's so. the best thing is how close he was. I know. I know. Imagine, and he must have been like, no, I can get there. And then like one eye closes, and it's like, I'm melting. <laughs> oh, Both no. eye closes. I could almost like, see the finish line. Yeah, eat shit. Apparently, some guy like picked him up and took him to the side. It's like, at least carry him over the finish, you bastard. Oh, man. Yeah, half an hour. That's out a long time. A to long, be out that's like quite worried. Yeah, dangerous. That is. And I was like, you know, I was really worried. I couldn't find him. It's like, no, you weren't worried. <laughs> you wanted to whack him yeah. on the head with your medal. Yeah, you ran past. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is, is he here? Is he here? Is he finished? That is fantastic. But it does absolutely batter people, and you, you see people running it in like big costumes and stuff. How about that guy who runs it with a fridge on his back? Why? Charity. <laughs> Is it? Oh, all right. Don't make <laughs> Charity me... yourself. Yeah, don't make me, <laughs> so, don't make me like, too much of a dickhead. Yeah, or that guy in the rhino suit. Save the rhinos. I know that guy. Do you? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Wait, who was it? Was that Ben Dando? Ben, if you're listening to this, if you could please confirm if you're the rhino, I'm pretty sure it was you. That's amazing. If I, so. I'm pretty certain it was. And, but I definitely saw it on someone I know's Instagram, but that could be loads of people I don't know. Cause I well, people. if it is you, Ben, congratulations. Yeah, on the rhino. A, you've probably raised a lot of money for charity. B, you get a lot of airtime on uh, BBC. The Rhino is constantly on. I actually feel like there might be more than one Rhino running, potentially, with the amount of airtime they get. What, you think there's multiple Rhinos? I don't know. Oh, is this a conspiracy? I remember I, the company I used to work for, we had a stand at the London Marathon Expo and the Rhino came up in costume. Mate, he's the rhino. It was the it rhino. Was <laughs> Fair play. I've just pulled it up on uh, on Instagram. 
He's the rhino. Well, fair play. Right, rhino we, Ben. We're going to put that on our story so we can confirm that that's true. Ben Dando, you are the rhino. Hashtag the rhino. Hashtag Ben Dando. <laughs> Go and follow Ben Dando. He's like, what the fuck? Why have I, why have I got six new followers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, how funny, how funny. Um, but anyway, yeah, kudos to anyone running or ran the marathon. Yeah. Marathons. And we, we did it Friday. And I mean, since then... Oh my god! This weekend has been. Saturday was heavy, heavy doms. <laughs> the muscles are okay now. The hip yeah. flexors are back to normal. But I think we both got the same thing. Yeah. One million percent got a stress fracture in my right foot. It's is it your right one? My is it? right yeah, foot. Yeah, it's my my left foot. Metatarsal. Definite stress fracture. It's not getting any better. No, it's getting worse. And like just having shoes on is is really really painful. Yeah, we'll be giving Vitality a call, won't we? Yeah, we do have private medical. <laughs> Getting some of our money back from yeah, that. Yeah, try and, recoup, <laughs> try and recoup some of the money that we're just not using. So, yeah, the physios yeah. will be getting a call this week. It, and it's been, it doesn't feel like it's going away in a hurry either. No, it's, it's very painful. It's not muscular. Um, and I've had a stress fracture before a while ago. And it, well, it is definitely that. Yeah, that's right. Which is why walking just under three miles with a bike this morning is <laughs> in all birds, the least supportive shoe in the world. Very comfy. Oh, well, then the Don't most comfortable. The comfiest, but... <laughs> but also because of that, lacking support. <laughs> lacking support, mentally and also physically. Yeah. <laughs> and we need both. Emotional support is key. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so to conclude the marathon, it absolutely wiped us. If you are doing it in April, Big ups to you. Yeah, good luck. But <laughs> good luck. Do yeah, one hundred percent. Just get a couple of long runs under your belt, even if it's just get it in the tank. Yeah, mileage. Even if you run, walk, run, walk, you need to like get. We have been the guinea pigs on this, and we are telling you, you cannot just rock up yeah. unless you are. Well, unless you are a runner, and therefore you're just lying to everyone around you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is that is the marathon. We are. Pl- pl- Wow, what was that? Blip, blip, blip. I just... Someone's got the phone on, have they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just had a malfunction live on air. Um, I'm not sure what that was, but we're planning what our next adventure, micro-adventure yes. challenge will be. So jump on our Instagram and we'll, we'll put it out there and you guys can again vote on what we do next. Hopefully in two weeks' time or just under when we do the next one. Um, our feet will be okay or yeah. it'll be something totally unrelated like archery or something cool <laughs> like that. Oh. So why are you dressed as Lego lads, you losers? It's just like hawkery. Yeah. Hawkery, <laughs> falconry. Hawkery. What the hell is hawkery? Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so we'll get that up on our Instagram this week and then get voting again. Um, and now we're going to jump into... A few questions. The questions. Yeah, what did we get? Uh, so one question from Valentina says, love your page. So thank you, Thank Val- you, Valentina. Valentina. Is she real or...? Uh, I think it's a... Or he? I think it's a bloke. It's a bloke. Okay. Valentina, love your page as well. Love, thank you. Love your page. So much. Um, uh, Adana... Adana, I'm just reading their tags here, so I don't yep. know if that's your name. What made you keep going? You guys. I think, yeah, we... Um, not wanting to look like a pair of pussies, which we are. Ultimately, not wanting to not be able to do a marathon. Yes. Was the main thing. Is it just, like, we can definitely do this, a lot of people do this. Yeah. We'll be absolutely fine. Um, 
and no no real reason to stop even if we walked the last bit we did carry on yeah yeah. So, yeah um thanks Adana Katie Starkey how, this is this is actually an interesting point how many toilet stops were there on the marathon Ooh. toilet stops are obviously quite famous obviously Paula Radcliffe having a shite yeah. uh, was, a it, lot, was it a shite she had a shite yeah I thought it was a wee it, uh, no, no, we'll go, we'll go with it. I'm pretty sure it was a shine. You might be right. How, how yeah, she had, she was ill the day before. Ah, oh. to just pull it to the side and unload. Jesus, um, Jesus man. Yeah, but yeah, no, me, no, no. I didn't go to the toilet either number for the entire day, which has never ever happened to me in my life. I, I went in prep. Yeah, I did go for a wee. In you prep. did go for a wee yeah. in prep. I'm sorry, I let you down there. But yeah, that's weird. That is weird. Especially the amount we were consuming. I wonder why. Very dehydrated by the end probably, of it. Probably, probably that. You're talking my lemon, or- lemon syrup by the end. My, my organs were saying I need everything. You're not, <laughs> you're not depositing anything in. What did you have on uh, Friday night? Did you get a takeaway? Uh, Delivery. Yes, pizza. Nice. Well, I got two bow buns from oh, yeah, so Westfield yeah, well on the way to my car. <laughs> Just stopped by. I was like, two bow buns, got home, uh, and then ordered uh, two enormous pizzas. Nice. Which I shared. I didn't have both. Yeah. I had <laughs> one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I too had a pizza. I had a Domino's, which I've not had in Oh, like you years. animal. Stuffed the crust on it. No, you didn't. Got three extra garden yeah, dips. People who don't get extra dips and Domino's should Are be shot. Right? Should be Are shot you all right? Are you all right? Have you got another saliva gland yeah, or something? Because you need something to wash that puppy yeah, down. You're with. absolute weirdo if you don't order extra dips. Um, oh, speak of the devil, the winning twin, Niall Lung, has messaged okay. in. <laughs> Funny enough, like the like the um, the previous one, and he's opened himself up here for some abuse. Uh, did you at any point on the marathon feel like you're going to shit yourself, or did you shit yourself? Um, so previous answer, no shits. Uh, so I'll, I'll go into why Niall has asked that. Um, so Niall has a real penchant. Both of them do actually, because they're identical. What does penchant mean? Uh, just like a tendency. Okay. Um, where, where did you learn that word? Uh, at school. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I need to start saying that. Oh, Hello, I've got a penchant. <laughs> um, Niall and Shan have a tendency whilst running to shit themselves right oh god so he's called to me actually before. go through with it or to yeah, stop he, running he's called then... me before on marathon training he's like mate I've had a shocker I've been running through I think he was running through Fulham at the time and it's you know sometimes you get it and it's like oh shit red, red alert emergency <laughs> brown alert but like yeah but, like, <laughs> but you manage to find a way out yeah yeah I mean there's we're a, adults at the end of the day theirs is so severe he had to shit in someone's front garden in Fulham like behind their bins <laughs> middle of the day it's lunchtime on a weekend and he's having a doesn't know <laughs> he must have thought he was a crackhead been, or something in. yeah he must have thought he was a crackhead <laughs> dressed fully in Nike yeah it's <laughs> dope another, another good fuck yeah. about Niall there's an absolute Nike gear like yes, Asian Nike. crackhead <laughs> yeah yeah both of them also think they're sponsored by Nike but they're not which is good because they need permanent pads oh, they're getting a hammering yeah um, so no, no, we didn't. No, we didn't shut ourselves because we're over the age of nine. <laughs> um, but thank you for bringing that up, now Brilliant. Well done. Uh, last one. Oh, it's it's not about the marathon at all. It's about current affairs. Ooh. Big in sport. How? What does it say? How are you feeling about the Saris? How do we feel about the Saracens Rugby Club situation? <sighs> 
Good no, question. No comment. I don't feel like we can comment. We. Um, I think they've been fucking hard done by. I. With the second, uh, the second thing. Yeah, I think it's. You want to have a neutral lens on it, don't you? But you, it's it seems harsh. Uh, it it's the classic thing is that everyone everyone jumping on the bandwagon yeah. and hammering them. And from an outside perspective, if you're not in the sport or like close to it. You, you, you do do that, you know. If if it comes out as cheating, it's, it's as black and white as that for a lot of people. Yeah. But... If uh, you don't know what we're talking about, basically Saracens... Good point, yeah. Um, who are the most successful rugby club in the world for the last five years, club rugby. Are probably in the history of yeah. Eng- English rugby. They're the best well. club all, of all time. Um, basically, yeah, been proven they've been breaching the salary cap, therefore had a huge deduction and a fine at the start of the season to start on 35 points in the negative. However, have been humping everyone and it looks like they're going to make those points up. And for some reason, the powers that be at the club didn't get their, you know, everything in line by by the deadline and they've just been dealt another 35, which means they're relegated, um, which is just mental. Yeah, so automatic relegation. Not sure if there's another fine. I think there's still a load of details to come out. But essentially what it means is next season, the... Most winningest club in English rugby history of playing in the championship. Absolute fall from grace against the likes of Bedford, yeah. Amptill, Penzance. College. Or, or, yeah, Ealing, all those guys. And it's, uh, well, the, the best thing about Saracens we found when we've been in there to train and do the, the talks and stuff is the culture. And it's obviously what they're known for. It's what they hang their hat on. And there's probably no greater test of club culture and environment than being sent down. I and, think and I think Yeah, I think it will just be a part of the Saracens story that will only like galvanise everyone. But at the same time, they do have what 10 internationals or something yeah I, th- I think it's a real shame the the initial fine where they were 35 points down was almost this is like this is it's almost like a Hollywood movie yeah like they've been used to winning and winning and winning now they are kind of been written off everyone's against them and that is when real culture shines through it's very easy to have a good culture when yeah totally. you're winning trophies it, it shows that you've got a great culture is when your back's against the wall and you galvanise and you, you kind of yeah. break through anyway. And the fact that this season has now basically been made irrelevant is a real shame because I think those group of players would have come out of it showing the world that they are they have the best culture in sport yeah. globally. I, I think they're owed a few beers from Leicester Tigers and London Irish yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're sort of sorting them out. But yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens, but... Currently feeling very good about the whole Saracens situation <laughs> in a nutshell, Brad. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, so guys, again, cheers for listening. Um, please check our Instagram throughout the week for the two options for the next challenge. Um, and yeah, we'll take on whatever you want us to. And again, we'll break it down and we'll go from there. And uh, yeah, any, any ideas for just out of the blue, things that you've seen that you think we should do? Maybe wait until it gets a bit warmer, because yeah. it's just freezing at the it's moment, shit, so everything's just shit. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening, and um, we'll speak to you next week. Yes, we will. Perfect. Ciao, Cheers, ciao. guys. Bye.